So it's a different world with creatives on campus. I am your host, Brittany T, and I am so excited to be here today speaking with Miss Jaleesa Bard. Do you feel like there are some people who may come to college and not even necessarily for the degree or for the information, but more so for cultivation? I think I don't I don't want to say like to be in between. Yes and no. I feel like everyone mm-hmm. at some some point in their life have to leave the nest. There's nothing like the college experience. But like to me, I feel like um it was a lot of like a lot of negative notation in regards to still going to in-state schools, still mm-hmm. going to a community college mm-hmm. from my experience. It's just like you got to leave. You got to leave. But you you could go through college, get your degree, and leave afterwards, and you'll save a whole lot of money. I think, unfortunately, they did, to my understanding, they did away with the um, NJ Stars program, and I was still, like, around that era. I think my younger sister was probably the last generation to see that in my county. But a lot of people I know missed that opportunity of having a free free ride just so they could leave the nest, which, mm-hmm. to me, I never thought that I well. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit frugal, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I never, I never understood why. Like, you have an opportunity right in front of you that you could not have to worry about student loans. And I think a lot of people are just misled because they feel like they have to go away. They mm-hmm. have to go away to college where you could have a whole college experience right at Glassboro, New Jersey, if you wanted to, or Seoul, where uh, community colleges are, even Rutgers. Mm-hmm. So, like. To me, what I learned that your education matters and that experience is up to you. The cultivation is there. College, Mm -hmm. depending on where you want to do in life, is always worth it. But that cultivation thing, you have to be the one to connect it because, Mm -hmm. you know, I spent a whole year in in isolation, not connecting to anybody and anything. Um, I think that was the second college I went to, and I just stayed in my dorm the whole time. I went home every, I came home every weekend, like, I wasn't connecting with anybody, so, like, and I'm all the way in Pennsylvania, so the cultivation, I feel like you have to engage in that, you have to enact, you have to want it. Wow, no, I think you're you're exactly right. Um, I just stopped working in financial aid back in August, so since then, who knows, but I think NJ Stars is still a thing, I just think you have to be intentional as a student to, like, request it, like, I don't, I don't know that they're making such a big deal about it as they used to, but, but you're right. Like the college, the community college experience, the in-state college experience is valuable. Um, and I don't think enough students take advantage of it because they want to get away and they want to, you know, I think it's more of the hype. I don't even think it's more about actually going to a quote unquote better college. It's more just of like the hype of being away or going to a certain school. Um, I know that's what it was for me. So even, I mean, how were you juggling that part of being a student and and a mom and a wife? Like, how how was that? That's one thing I, um, I learned through being an artist is embracing your story. And that part, I just felt so ashamed to, like, recently, when I'm like, wait a minute, I have a lot of battle marks. I mean, this is actually a good story. So, you know, and um, I'm thinking about, like, everything that I did, all the juggling, being a mother, like, for the second time, it's mm-hmm. just that I didn't realize how much I could handle. My first, wow. my first freshman year, I had, like, 
I was working like 20 hours. I had 18, 18 credits of six classes. And I pulled out in that first semester, I was so focused, so, so used to like, my schedule's this, my classes are here. I, to say that I had a like basically part-time job, full-time in six classes, mm-hmm. I came out with a 2.9 GPA. So that was my stigma. And I just been like, I always had to keep myself busy, keep myself busy, keep myself occupied. So I got, I think it was molding me to where, how to manage my time, how to prioritize, how to make like decisions. I would say throughout my college experience, I always had to have a job and I always had had a grade. So I just always had to prioritize my time and my studies and just um, make sure I was able to handle it. And when I became a mother, like looking back, I would say I would probably never do that again. And I, did, I thank God I did it when I did it. I was so worried about not skipping a beat, not being left behind that. When I had my daughter in August, I went back to school in three weeks, like postpartum and everything. So it's like, um, I was so focused on getting my degree. I never um, took a break. So it's just been a six, six years wow. and a half. I just semester, 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 courses after courses because I was so focused on graduating and making sure that my grades were there. And I mean, there's times that I, unfortunately I, I failed and there was, that's, um, you know, and I couldn't do what I wanted to do, but I was just so prioritized on using my resources. And at that time, she was little. And if any college mom was out there, I would say get into those programs that will help you financially with childcare. And then um, mm-hmm. even with my family being available, just worked out. Like, I remember um, uh, my father-in-law at the time was very sick, but my mother-in-law was able to take care of my um, daughter probably for a whole semester. She was actually able to, like, when I mean, it just seemed like all the puzzles was just fixing itself together. Like, I'd never been without childcare at the time. Managing your finances, managing your time, and sometimes squeezing the part-time job in just so I could help out um, in my household. Wow. So it was just, it's like that goal-getter ambition, like, mm-hmm. I it just had to be done. It's like, it was not going to be done. It just had to be done some way, somehow. It always worked itself out. Um, well, again, I just applaud you. I, I mean, you're right. Your story is definitely worth sharing. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the different ways creatively that God will continue to keep sharing your story. I love your posts on Facebook. I love the motivation and the support and the encouragement. And I love the authenticity behind it because I think there's a lot more people that are showing up on my feed who are offering motivation and encouragement. But when I see your posts, I connect with them much, much more intent- intently um, because I can see and hear like the intent behind it and the genuineness behind it. And so I'm just excited for the blog, for the future Thank book, you. for the art series or just different things that will come out of you because um, it just seems like you have a, a really relatable, especially for for the moms and for the wives and um, even on different things that we haven't even talked about in this interview that I'm sure you know about your own personal story that other people could benefit from. So we will stay glued to what is next for Jaleesa, but I am personally excited about it. Um, and I want to leave you with one question. Uh, has there ever been a been the fear of will I be able to thrive as an artist? 
even still now as a business owner who is, you know, seeing progress within your business, do you ever have that thought? And if so, um, what, how do you counter that? And, and could, how could you even offer some advice? Um, yes, I had that fear. And I want to say after 2014 or about 2012, I literally gave up on art and walked away from it, literally abandoned my gift because I had that fear because one, it's just sometimes with the society, you just want to be profitable. You feel like, no, like I always felt like there's, there's corporate jobs, there's blue jobs. And it's like, you just don't, as an artist, just never seems to fit in. You don't know where the path is going to be. But um, what I couldn't, especially just picking up after that break, probably since last summer. So I'm like, just picking it really back up. I realized that when you work from your heart and you work from your drive and you work from your passion is like, to me, I could paint for free all day long. I don't advertise it, but I mean, it's just, I love to do it. It's like your thrive should be you just doing what you love and loving what you do. And when I hear thrive as in like, I just hear the word like, Oh, am I going to be successful alone to you? Don't give up on your gift and you don't give up on your passion and you keep doing art for yourself or for anybody for every particular reason, you will thrive. So, um, mm. and that's the whole thing is just don't give up on your gift. And if you have that fear, just keep doing it. Just keep, just keep painting, just keep singing, just keep mm -hmm. writing, just keep um, making music. You know, there's a lot of different art forms and, and the way you thrive as an artist is just never giving up on your gift. I mean, there's times you might have to walk away from my canvas, but just don't, completely abandon it don't give up you know you thrive off of it so just don't give up on your gifts and um keep doing art i love that thank you so much jaleesa this has really been great i'm i'm excited for our listeners to hear this episode because again i just think you bring a different perspective than some of our former um interviewees um and that again it's just being on that journey of transition but being persistent and seeing it through and ultimately um the very thing that the guidance counselors weren't able to necessarily assure you in which was being an art teacher you kind of flip twist and reverse that thing and now are you know teaching and sharing art um through your own business which is even better in my personal opinion or I'm not going to say better. Shout out to all the art teachers, but it, it's, it's, it's a testament of just, you know, so many more things um, that, that I'm sure you maybe didn't even imagine when you first started this journey. So, so thank you. Thank you for talking thank you. with us. Um, this has been great. And um, just tell us really quickly, where can anyone check out, um, Queen J Paints, if they're interested in booking a paint party, um, your social media, all of that. So social media and my website is just the same thing, www.queenjpaints.com. Um, social media is just Queen J Paints, one, one word. So that's where you can find me. Hey. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Great. Well, it's the summertime. Uh, so people, you know, summer's here, birthday parties, all kinds of occasions. Definitely, definitely reach out and connect with uh, Javisa of Queen J Paints. You would not be disappointed. Um, and so, yes, thank you for being here. Thank you to thank our Thank you. 
for uh, listening and we will stay tuned for our next episode of It's a Different World with Creators on Campus.